Who's the who's the most famous beer drinking robot? Super local number nine. Number nine. I don't even know. Nine. Number nine. Lucky Super number nine. Local number nine. Super nine. Local number nine. And and we're here with, uh, yeah, you know, and uh, and we're jumping right into it um, with uh, a Tom slave. T. Tom T. Tom T. Slave of the tsunami bots. Slave. Uh, and and I will say, like the little bit of reading that I've done on the tsunami bots, I was super impressed with um, your commitment to cheap beer. <laughs> Which I thought, well, low no robo fact, uh, robots are fueled by beer. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why. That's why I brought you guys some cheap beer because I. Yeah. Oh, I, this I've is noticed, great. I noticed this pattern in your podcast where it's all this high powered beer. Yeah. You know, like I don't know what happened. Like it used to be, you could buy your friends around a beer, and it was like twelve dollars. Now you buy around thirty bucks. Right. I so know. this four forty nine at max. Really? And what are we, what are we holding up here, Tom T? Jenny Cream Pounders. Yeah, Jenny a, Cream Pounders. And another fun fact, Jenny Cream was the first beer I ever drank. I had an uncle in New York that used to drink these. So it has some nostalgia to me. All right, and well, is, is there right actually really this. cream in it? It's a type of, it's a type. Um, a cream ale? Yeah, cream ale. Yeah. It's a type of beer. See, I thought you beer guys would know nope. that. Well, we are beer guys. <laughs> We're beer guys, but we don't know anything about how it's made or all the I, yeah, I you just know, like to drink it. I don't we know, just know what we like. I don't know the history of it, but I, I had another cream ale down at that brewery in Northfield where the, where they sell those shandies you were interviewing, that guy who made the... Oh, yeah, yeah. The, Oh, uh, the Noah's Fizzy. Yeah, Noah's Fizzy. They made a shandy that was with a cream ale yeah. that they made down there. It's delightful. But I don't really know what makes up the uh, the cream ale. Yeah, and I like the Genesee cream ale. It's delicious. I feel like they... Like, I can tell my chicken's you No, know, it's just so... It's, it's, it's exactly what you think it'd be, and it's so close to PBR. Oh, very. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was interesting. So I went over and I, I, I don't know if I told you this. I visited the Frost Brewery guys the other day. No, oh, cheers. <laughs> Clank. Clank. They we'll actually, Clank for the audio. Uh, audio. They trip. actually have a, a beer that they're calling the Lush Sickle from Frost, which has like a little bit of of milk in it. Yeah. You know, where it's just, it, it's like a powdered milk and it, it just gives it a, what they call a creamy mouthfeel, wow. which I don't know if that's what cream ale is going for. Creamy mouth. This mouth feels like a, actually. This mouth feels like a punch in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, reminds me, it reminds me of so many good times though. I, I like it's how, a rock and roll beer. Yeah. I like how you guys. And it tastes are, like there's a cigarette butt in it. How you turn alcoholism to a hobby. Very, I know. It's, very really, it's all tax deductible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it works. Oh, I'm cool with it. All right. So I'm Drew. Chicky. And Tom T is here, and we're uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about the tsunami bots today, which is awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm super excited about so it. The robots gave me those. Um, well, let's pack. Wait, uh, the robots gave those to you? Yeah, to give to you guys. It's oh, a man, swag machine. Pack. I got a couple of CDs, a new album. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic versus machine. Yeah, this wasn't out of the kindness of their heart. This is a, a pro, they're, you know they're, propaganda they're actually kind subliminal, of system. Subliminal messages. Yeah, I would think so. I don't know if you guys have these, but. Uh, Tsunami bot trading cards. What? Wow. Wow. Soon to be collector's item. Tsunami bot trading cards. I got cards. BFR. Well, well there's Wait. five of them in there. No, yeah. I at least got BFR. BFR is big fucking robot. 
I love the stick. Oh, dude. This and is then uh, some business cards. Oh, my God. This is the best thing and, I've ever And our done. nemesis, or their nemesis, the, the brand, brand new Luddites. Luddites. Okay. 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 This is getting thick. And if you like the first album, here's the here's the last album. What is going on? Oh yeah, I'm messing around. All right, solo card. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks, guys. I know that they're listening because they they hear. Oh, they intercept all all transmissions. All transmissions. So when was when was the first time that you were enslaved by the robots? Enslaved by the robots. Well. I guess I'll go. I could go actually go out of character a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But me and my friend Chris, who's the drummer, Chris Myers, um, we, I don't know, we got to, oh, I remember, I was playing for another band, I was playing with this band, Spitjack. Spitjack? Yeah. Yeah, was great band. I've seen you guys. You I saw you guys play at the ski show in Denver. Oh, yeah, SIA? You oh, my there? God. When we smashed everything? Oh, my God. <laughs> great band. That was, that was honestly, I was, That's I so had cool. no, and it's so funny, I remember somebody actually had said that you guys are the Spitjack guys, oh. I would, so the ski show in Denver, Colorado, mm. and... They have a rule that you're not allowed to start playing music, I think, until five yeah, at that show. True. And so and people in their <laughs> booths and things rule. like that. And, and it was in the Rome Snowboard. Yeah, place, right. Which is a craziness. Which is craziness yeah. all in its own. And thank you, Josh and, and Paul, for yeah. everything you've done for us. But they had this band warming up. And, and I was in the booth and we were having a couple beers. And it was the loudest <laughs> trade show band I've ever heard. <laughs> and when you guys kicked it off... It was incredible. It was. It blew what, my what, mind. What booth were you in? Where was yeah, I? Yeah, what were you? Where were you oh, where I'm there. I'm there with a whole bunch of different oh, okay. people. So I work with a bunch of different brands. Yeah. And uh, But that was awesome. And so anyway, so yeah. you guys were there with Spitjack. Yeah. And uh, well, that was actually a funny show, too, because um, Rome gave us, it was the closest I ever felt to being a rock star. They, they flew us out there, and then they gave us a budget. So we bought, like, the drum kit and that guitar, one of the guitars. And, no, a couple of guitars. I don't know. They gave us a budget, so we bought all this stuff so we could smash it at the end. Because <laughs> it went with Rome. Their product line at the time, they had the the Reverb and the Garage Rocker. Yeah. And all, all the products had yeah. to do with rock, so they yeah. wanted a live band. And then the last song we played, My Generation, and then we just smashed everything, like oh. Total Who style. But, right, right, yeah, right. it was cool. Like They had a budget for the stuff we smashed. Yeah. Was it really good stuff that no, you no, bought and smashed? No. It no. was like a $50 guitar and like... Yeah, yeah, cheap drum kit. It's so yeah, yeah, yeah it was fun. It's I remember. So, I think that was like the Smothers Brothers, the when the Who smashed all their stuff on. For my generous, it was really. Yeah, and like yeah. Uh, that's when Keith Moon like lost part yeah, of his hearing because he, he yeah because he had explosives in the in the kick drum <laughs> on the yeah. on the show. Yeah, he filled it up with gunpowder like way too much. And it, it, it almost killed um, Pete Townsend. Yeah, <laughs> oh my his, god, his hair on the all show? blown up. Yeah. Oh, maybe and maybe it wasn't Keith's hearing. It was Pete Townsend's hearing. Yeah. Right. All right. So, so, oh, yeah. So, anyway. Spitjack. Yeah. So, so, and so Spitjack was how many guys? Spitjack was four guys. Yeah. But, um, at the time, right after that, our drummer moved from Spitjack. He yeah. Moved out. And, um, so, anyways, we were auditioning a bunch Where'd of Where'd he go? Did you fire him? No, no. He, uh, it's one of those deals. His girlfriend wanted to go back closer to her parents. And yeah. Then, and out Midwest. Yeah. Typical. It happens. Happy wife is a happy life. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, we were auditioning some drummers, and I met, um, Chris who at the time was with the Hardcore Sallies yeah. and another surf band, uh, the Tsunami Knots. Yeah, Tsunami Knots. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, they were a traditional 
Uh, N O T or N A U G H T? N A U G H T. Yeah, yeah. Nice. like the dreadnoughts. Yeah. yeah, and um, they were a traditional surf band. But anyway, we interviewed Chris, and we we ended up going with a different drummer. But um, I hit it off with Chris, so I would go over his house, and we would just kind of um, basically amuse ourselves. Like we were both in the man or Astroman, so we were kind of yeah. we were kind of playing the surf music, and. Um, just humoring ourselves. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, we would come up with the titles first. We'd come up with, like, <laughs> Murder Robots on Holiday and 01010. It was all titles first. And so let me ask you a question. Yeah. As a guy who's not a professional yeah. musician, like, what... So, you want it to be surf rock. Does that mean a certain thing? It's like, well, we're going to play in a certain well, yeah, key or yeah. a certain type well, of guitar? Well, or, well funny, yeah. So, so um, we were into this band, Man or Astro Man, yeah. who... who well, one of the earlier uh, kind of heavier surf rock bands, and and since I've gotten like, into and so surf rock, when I think surf uh, rock, I think uh, like uh, the uh, Ventures, yeah, like right, well, like that's yeah, that was, that was probably like the the yeah, original. The, the original. There's all these different waves. There's like first wave, second right. wave, third wave, yeah. fourth. Man or Astroman, they were like '90s, right? Yeah, they were '90s, and they they um. Well, so once I once I got into this, I didn't realize there's all these subgenres of surf. There's, yeah, there's what's called the mods. And the mods are the guys who play note for note, very traditional, kind of like ventures. Yeah. Um, and then they play note for note. And um, then you have the, uh, the, I'm sorry, they're called the trads, the traditional. trads, right. The trads. And then the mods. The mods. And we're, yeah. we fall in the mods. And the mods always have some kind of gimmick. There's like a spaceman, or there's like gorillas, there's mummies, um, oh, there's, there's uh, Satan's pilgrims, they wear these caves, you know, there's like... The Neanderthals, they're cavemen, and you know, so we got into the we got into the mods, which yeah. I didn't even know this whole subsection. I only knew Man or Astro Man. That was like my yeah. My, and were they a mod? They're a mod. Band? They were a mod. Yeah, yeah. they were like spacemen. Uh huh. Uh, and um, then I ended up going through down this whole rabbit hole. You know, in the, you know how we, like you hear one thing of music and then you look for something else. Yeah. And you go down this whole rabbit hole. But anyway, so we so um, yeah, yeah. So we got into the mods, and there's like this whole subculture. Like we've gotten shows. Like all over the place. We're going up to Toronto for a surf battle, and then we hooked up with another surf band in um, New York and uh, Montreal. Like we basically, there's this whole Nisma North Northeast Surf Music Association, and like, <laughs> whoa, you know, yeah, you're, yeah, you're like, hey, I'm going to Philly. Can you hook me up? And there's usually a band. Oh, yeah, we got a show. Come on down. So yeah, so it really, what a great thing because you can just you know, it really, hey, what, what do yeah. you want to do? Yeah, it really yeah. expanded like what we could do. You know, where it started out as just kind of like. Oh, let's let's see what happens, you know. Right. All right. So yeah. wait. So you know, your mom calls, right? And yeah. she's like, "What kind of band are you in?" And you say, "I'm in a uh, I'm in a mod surf band." And, and they go, "What's and she that?" She says, "What does that mean? What does that mean?" And I go, "Have you ever listened to the the soundtrack of Pulp Fiction?" There you go. And everyone says, right. "Yes." I'm like, "It sounds like that." You know, yeah. a lot of reverb, a little spooky almost. Yeah, a little spooky, a little you echoey, know, a little echoey. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I usually describe it. Because if right. I say, you know. Oh yeah, we sound like Man or Astro Man. They're like, what? <laughs> you're like surf music, the Beach Boys. Yeah, like, no. Uh, no, yeah. No. Well, and I guess like originally it was you know Dick Dale. Yeah, right? Dick Dale. You can usually say Dick Dale. Dick Dale. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was you know uh, Spanish kind of influenced or even Middle Eastern yeah, scale to some degree. Very much. Yeah. And that's kind of the, the basis yeah. of that guitar Wait, style. Wait, but you guys are hanging out in the bedroom, and you're not talking about that. You're just talking about let's play something that sounds good loud, right? Yeah, we were something like. Like, I mean, I'm like, we're going, I'm going to a surf band show. It's going to be really loud. I'm not going to be talk. I don't have to worry about talking to anybody, right? I think it's going to be loud enough. 
I think our best description we it was if the Ventures met the Ramones. <laughs> we got to write up that way. Now. Yeah, because we right. do a lot of ours is a lot more heavier than surf than, punk. Than, yeah, right? more surf punk. Right. More surf punk. Yeah. Yeah. Than traditional, uh, you know, surf music. All right. So what? And then at what point did somebody say? Hey, let's put some helmets on and some voice modulators. Oh, how did the, the whole mod thing sounds like kind of like the B movie culture that works into yeah. music, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Of like those crazy '60s movies yeah. where there's like you said, the girls and pilgrims yeah. and, and yeah. pinup girls and all kinds the mummies of, and yeah, yeah. monster that's movies. A, that's a good band. If you there's this band, the mummies that play like surf rock, yeah. surf punk, and uh, they dress up all as mummies and stuff. Really? Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Wait, is that in Vermont? No, no, no. no they're, okay. they're, we're talking about the, in the they, New England surf West music. Coast. They might be West Coast. I think they're West Coast. Well, so how many people are in the New England surf music oh, association? Quite a, quite a few. Really? I, I would say at least sixty bands or so. Whoa! Yeah, you can go to nesma.org and see them all. We'll we'll put a little yeah. link to that. There's, there's yeah, 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 we'll yeah, do it. Link do to it. That. Yeah, there's quite a few. Um, and so, like, and so, if I'm I'm a surf music fan, and then I know, like, well, there's a new surf band coming to Ryan, New Hampshire, or wherever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but are the, how many of the how many of these venues have actual surfers in them? You mean like oh like actual I mean like the hostel. surfers? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean. Or yeah. is it, well, like I said, not even part of it. Well, that's that's not even a part of it anymore because surf music, you know, started out the first wave in the '60s, yeah, and the surf culture. But the surf culture now is more like reggae or hip hop, you know, as far as what the pros listen to. Like right. there, there really isn't a surf, a surf sports culture with the music associated. You know, right? Yeah. So we're, I think we're considered like the. The seventh wave that's going on now, like seventh the wave. the new re, this the last re, big resurgence was in the nineties after Pulp Fiction, and I think that right. was like the fifth or sixth wave. Yeah. I, I forget the numbers exactly. What is what is what is, what is that? The Nitro from, or Miserlou? What is Miserlou? That? Miserlou. Is that from Pulp Fiction? Yeah, yeah. it's like his this. biggest. Yeah, so it it really made a resurgence in the nineties, and then it it just it, it kind of, it always kind of goes up and down. Yeah, yeah, and. Right now, it's it's just kind of a niche, you know. Like, there's a lot of small little venues that play it, but yeah. right. But I would say in the valley, you guys are probably in the top three surf bands. <laughs> we, like, <laughs> we like we like to say we like to say we're the the third most popular ro- robotic surf band in Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so but hold on, that's interesting because yeah. like what the. Surf bands, punk rock bands in Vermont. That's yeah. Well, there's, it's, it's intriguing. It's such a small state, but it, it lives. There's actually quite a it continues. There's a few. So there's the High Breaks. Those guys, they rock. They were out of Burlington. Yeah. There's the Donner Beach Party. They're out. Of, <laughs> which is my, I think my favorite name. That is yeah. great. They're, they're out of Burlington. Um, there's the Los Psychos, that are a, a tribute band to the Peruvian kind of punk band. Those psychos and they're they're kind of reverbing. So I wouldn't really call them surf, but they're kind of they mixing that same garage rock genre. Yeah, those are mostly the guys from Rough Francis, if you know those guys. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, and there's a couple other ones. There, there was some other ones. There was something. Uh, I don't know. It was one out of Montpelier. I don't think they're around anymore. But there, there was there's a little a small little, oh barbacoa. You know that guy. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that guy Bill from uh, he plays in the Detonators <laughs> and Blowtorch and. You know the detonators. Yeah, yeah, you know that guy Bill. Bill, um, I forget his last name. He's a really good guitarist. Yeah. He, he's like in a million bands. Right. Yeah. And so it's. I mean, in terms of 
getting gigs in Vermont? Is it helpful to be in a surf punk band? I, I think so, because it, it, it differentiated us from the, the jam scene. The bar rock. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's just a, like the, all the jam. So it's just something different. Like, well, what's yeah. this? You know? Well, totally. And, yeah. and like, it's funny. And, you know, at the, and the name. All right. So. So back to the heritage of it, you yeah. like you had you had the guys. Oh yeah, so tsunami yeah, knots. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just knew Chris. Yeah, and um, you know basically we just go over his house and drink beer and kind of amuse ourselves. It's kind of like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It starts out as something. Yeah, and roll roll tape. See what happens. And then we're like, ah, we, we need a bass player. So uh, I called up my friend Ben, and he came over, and it, it kind of you know sometimes things just click, and it it clicked, and then we asked him two questions. He said. Do you mind playing out, and do you mind dressing up as a robot? Yeah. And uh, he, said, he was like, "I, we still call him the reluctant robot to this day. He, he doesn't mind playing out, but the whole dress, he still hasn't embraced it. And it's six years later, yeah. five years later. But he's doing it. Yeah, but he's doing it. Yeah. And um, yeah. So we then we went out and played a show. I think at the hostel, just to see. Wait, that was your first show. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see how it went. The hostel Tevere and Warren. Yeah. Yeah. The bottom of the access. Right. Yeah. When was that? Oh shit! That was like this was post Spit Jack. Post Spit Jack. Yeah. Oh, it was actually in a transition of Spit Jack. Um, we had a new, we got a new drummer. Yeah. And then I was kind of doing this on, for fun on the side. So actually, we you know what we we hopped onto a Spit Jack show. Oh, it, oh, yeah. Uh, to like follow yeah. up on yeah. it. Yeah. Well, we like opened for him. Oh, opened right. for him. Yeah, that's what we did. We opened yeah. for him, and I think it was at at the hostel. Might have been one of the hostel Paloozas. and um. Yeah, it went over pretty well. So we've just been going and, with it. Okay, so you guys put the robot shit on yeah. at home and showed up fully like... Oh, no, no, no. We, or we, like... So we we, uh, we usually will, will set up everything just in our civilian clothes. Yeah. And then we go someplace and change. And tune up. Yeah, yeah and then, exactly. Um, then we come running out. We have a whole entrance. We have like this air raid siren. <laughs> we run out through the crowd and then yeah. start going. And... Um, it's it's kind of evolved over time. Like our, our our costumes have gotten a little better, and we built some robots that we have for stage props yeah. and stuff. Like like that those trading cards. We yeah. have BFR and there's the FU two. I got um, I got Tomador sixty four. Yeah, Tomador sixty four. Yeah, yeah. Tomador yeah. There's, there's FU two. I'm not training that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not keeping them all. There's a FU two thousand in there too. A frontman <laughs> robot. That's great. And yeah, so things have been evolving, you know, and then we kind of made our stage show a little better we have some like light flashing lights and like yeah i just got my guitar tricked out with a, a custom um circuit board uh pick guard yeah yeah it looks really cool. i think i saw a picture of that really yeah yeah okay well nice the guy put like <laughs> it, well there's a story behind that too he's so that i brought it to this luthier uh tommy graves out in jeffersonville and he was like ah he was trying to figure out where he was going to get a circuit board so he found this old uh cd carousel in his garage. Yeah. And he took it apart and there was like a Ramon CD stuck in there. No yeah. Way. Yeah. So that was kind of added to the story. Then he That's found great. the perfect circuit board. Yeah. And then he got it out and then he, he sh- uh, put like a shellac, like three or four coats. It's really thick. You know, so and it, like, it looked like it kind of takes the place of the pick guard. I totally. Right? Yeah, he totally made yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. And then it's, it's, it, he, uh, put all the shellac on. So like, it's not pointy, you know, so right. I don't scrape my hands and stuff. Yeah. 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 It came out really cool. So anyways, our, our stage show is kind of, kind of evolved you know and then we have some choreography that we do and well so i did it you know heading into that first show yeah. putting the helmets on yeah you got the reluctant robot on base <laughs> yeah. like he's he's the naysayer right yeah and he's like this is never gonna work pretty much <laughs> but uh i mean did it I, clearly it exceeded your expectations yeah i mean right? people people didn't uh 
He didn't boo. Didn't boo. Yeah. And which is always a good and, sign. And I feel, I you know, I rather have like because I don't think I don't think hate is the opposite of love. I think uh, indifference is. Yeah. You know, when people right. say nothing, yeah. that's worse. worse. You know, I, I rather totally quote that, agree, brother. Like a you suck than yeah than just nothing. hundred percent. So we didn't get any you sucks or nothing. So. I yeah. felt it as a positive. I've yeah. seen you a couple times, and people just go nuts. They love it. Oh yeah, yeah. And, we, and it's like a it's a dance thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People it's are moving it. and kind of turned into it. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's always that's the reluctant yeah. robot, right? Like the baseline like, yeah. gives you something that somebody yeah. can dance and, to, even and, if it gets really weird. And, and, he, and it's funny with him too because he's um, he comes from like a jam background. Uh huh. Like he doesn't even know like the stuff me and the drummer are talking about, like the punk bands. And yeah. Stuff. So he adds this whole kind of like he's hitting his meander and baseline. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. it's really it, it, it yeah. works. You know, it fills yeah. up a lot of space too. It's it's kind of a good combo. Because um, I ran into a friend of his came to the show and he's like, I didn't know Ben was into punk rock. And I'm like, he's not. He hates it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, I know what it he's like, it's working though. <laughs> but, it's, but it's different than punk rock. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit more melodic. It's a lot more melodic and and the beats are different. Mm. You know. You guys are yeah, very yeah. civilized. I mean, you're on Spotify. You've got albums. You've got little videos. And so, like, another question I have for you is like, okay, this started as kind of a garage conversation. Yeah. They're like, let's throw a gig down. And now you've got trading cards and like all this other shit. There's yeah. a lot of production value going yeah, on in here. Like, like, what? I mean, my, is that is that? Are you guys just thinking like every thirty dollars you make performing into this, or I, how's that happen? I can only put my. Uh, my energies into something productive. <laughs> I've often felt that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jensen um, Green Ale. That is delicious. Ah, see? Yeah. I love it. Um, we're actually, you know, fairly profitable. Like, I, I won't say, like, I can't quit the day job. No. But, like, on our our our, uh, our shows kind of cover the cost. You know? Yeah, like, right. Have you played any weddings? We did. Really? No. <laughs> we played our first wedding. <laughs> At, wow. uh, at the Valley Players, they rented the Valley Players. Just, no shit. Just about, it, uh, it was St. Patty's Day. Yeah, and they had tsunami bots. Yeah, that is. Yeah, tell awesome. me about the couple well, well, this, that, that hired you for their. They're work. awesome. They're a local couple. Yep. And they <laughs> came up to me, and they're like, they're like, we we've been to a bunch of your shows. I I, I hadn't met them before. Like I I think I seen them in the sh- in the crowd. But I never like I didn't know them. Yeah. And they're like, um, would you play our wedding? And I was like. I'm like, you sure? <laughs> I'm like, like, we're not a wedding band, you know? They're like, no, definitely. And I'm like, okay, sure. So we actually, we, we kind of broke it into two sets. We 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 played like seven uh, traditional songs, like uh, Pipeline yeah. and Walk Don't Run and um, Surf Rider. And then, mm-hmm. so we did like six or seven of those. And then we took a break. Wait, and, and pause. Yeah. As robots. Did the, well, yes, of course, yeah. as robots. Yeah. Uh, and the bride and groom danced? As part of that first set, um, well, we didn't do any of the like the, 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 the cutting of the cake. Yeah, the cutting no, of the cake. They, they did that you just you. you just did your show. Yeah, and, just did our yeah, show. Yeah, and then, that so we been awesome. Yeah, we did the right. traditional right. stuff, and then like then we took a little break, and then we came out and did like the full box show. And um, the 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 quote I take away from that was um, the bro- the groom's like Nana loved it. <laughs> the grandmother was dancing the whole time, and I just I, I ran into him a couple days ago, and he said. Uh, she listens to the CD all the time. That is so awesome. Like her husband doesn't like it. Like, oh my gosh. She's like, no, no, this is, I like this. I, I mean, but they, I mean, it's not, so I, it's really, interesting. so it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a very fan friendly, live, loud performance. 
And so to do a wedding is certainly counterintuitive, but at the same point, like, well, how great would that be to like know that you're going to a wedding and the tsunami lots are playing? People would be fired up. Be great. We try yeah. to make it interactive too. Like we we try to antagonize the crowd. <laughs> yeah. You know, like like the robots are kind of jerks, you know. Right. And so like you know we try right. to get people to like. It, and that's you know, the other thing of it is, yeah. is it's fun personality yeah. that jump in, or yeah. unpersonality, non personality. You can, you can yell back at us and stuff. Right. Yeah. So the robots right. are really, they're here to take over, or they are yeah. taking over, yeah. right? Because I have seen some, I've watched, some, I've watched some mission? videos, and I've seen some fans holding up like robots suck yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that, which, which maybe were provided by the band. I don't know, but possibly, it doesn't really matter. Um, but I love that antagonism. But yeah. so. And what is going on with the battle between the tsunami bots and the brand new Luddites? Like, what, oh, okay. what's going on with that? So, so that was so that, and those are two different bands, or are those well, you and Alter Egos? It's, or it's um, so it's me and the drummer. Yeah, and then we brought in uh, a bass player. Yeah, uh, Pierre. Pierre's uh, he's he's actually running the um. The skate park benefit that's happening Saturday. Okay, cool. At, at the local smokehouse. Yeah, for Warren Skate Park. That's yep. this Saturday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we uh, Saturday tomorrow. Saturday tomorrow. The 20... <laughs> we might not get this spot yeah. up before then, but so tomorrow yeah. there's a skate park benefit. Right. The skate park. Go to that, everybody. <laughs> and then we brought in this uh, singer who's amazing, Cubby. Yeah. And Cubby's actually a Von Trapp. He's 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 oh, Christian really? Von Trapp. He's a real. Von Trapp. He's a Von Trapp or the hills that are alive. Yeah. Well, I think I know Pierre. Does he have like like curly, yeah. dark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. seen him skating down there. Yeah. And uh, Cubby's a kind of black sheep of the Von Trapps, but he's, he's a... Uh, he's good vocal. Yeah, really good vocal. Yeah. But yeah, so we, you know, we're always trying to think of stuff to, like, to add to the show. And then we're like, what if we had the human's perspective of this? Right. So then we came up with this concept. Basically, it was uh, complacent, you know, when humans are just complacent on technology, staring at the phone all the time, you know, kind of where we're at now. Yeah. Then there's awareness, like you're like, oh man, something's happening. Like this technology is kind of con consuming my life. And then there's protest. You're like, oh, you know, I can't stand for this anymore. And then finally there's rebellion. Yeah. So that's, that's the first side of that album. It kind of follows that trajectory. Yeah. And then the second side is the robots just like coming back at them like, and of course, you're already done. We, this we're, is great. Well, yeah. By album, we're talking about man versus yeah, machine, man versus right? machine. Yeah. But it's so. But like, if I'm going to a tsunami bots versus the yeah. brand new luddites performance, yeah. am I seeing two bands perform? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we, we try to song by song, set by set, set by set. So one set, and then the, the usually the luddites start, and then the tsunami bots finish. Yeah. And who, yeah. yeah. And, and who uh, wins? Who wins? That's that's a question to be asked. <laughs> to be continued. To be continued. In previous battles, yeah. how is how have the Luddites fared? Um, At least maybe with fan response. Pretty yeah. pretty pretty good. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they seem people seem to rally behind the humans, the common cause. And, <laughs> yeah. And they they kind of angry at the at the uh, the robots. You know, they yeah. Yell at them. And, you know, yeah. Sort of stuff. They're angry at the robots. Yeah. But but we like the, our iPhones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna we're not ready to give up our Everybody's iPhones. taking pictures of you with your iPhone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, this may be off the subject, but it reminds me of the whole thing is uh scrolling through Netflix the other night, yeah. like yeah. Eh, I don't know, I'm gonna watch something. Yeah. And uh Terminator three, Rise oh, yeah. of the Machines. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I don't actually think I've seen this one. Yeah, that was a, and there's like Chick Terminator. Yeah, right, oh, right, yeah, yeah. And it's like the worst of the, yeah. the whole series. Yeah, is that yeah. the most recent one? I don't think Arnold's in. Arnold no, Arnold was in it. It's a very small part, though, right? Or no, he was. Like, in a full part? 
Yeah, it was okay. like like it must have been like right after yeah. the the um, who's the the liquid guy Robert liquid Patrick guy. or yeah, no, right, Robert right, Patrick. Patrick. yeah yeah I think it was the one like right after that yeah it was terrible. It yeah. was awful. Yeah. It was awful. Wait, so but the humans had beaten the machines yeah. and like like Judgment Day had not come. Sure. Yeah. I actually I actually have yeah. a list of the best robot in Android. Movies. <laughs> oh, oh Whoa, did nice. I segue that for you? Nice segue. All right. Yeah, what, do you have a feeling like best robot? Best robot movies? Yeah. Did you see the it's the newest well, it's recent the it's La, La Machina? Machina. Oh, La Machina, no. Yeah. La Machina. That might be on here. I don't it's know. A really good one. Okay. That's one of my favorites. Alright, so Westworld. Yeah, it's so funny. The original Westworld? Love the original. Yeah. You're talking about with Yul Brenner? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta give you a high five on that. <laughs> because it's funny, like, I try to talk to people about the original Westworld and nobody knows what I'm talking about. They really? all think it's the current HBO yeah. series, which is awesome. But so that's a that's a, a spin-off of this film? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it's based on the it is a 70s film. film. 70s really? film. Yeah. It's one of those weird remember in the seventies they had those weird sci-fi movies, they're always they're a little quirky. Yeah. Yeah. In a uh Westworld was one of them. Yul Brenner was like the main robot. Maybe and I did see it because I would watch the creature double feature on yeah. channel yeah. fifty six out course. of Boston yeah. every weekend. Yeah. I mean Westworld, you know, the the original one was you know, the touristas go to this futuristic resort where you can live out your fantasies because it's all full of robots, right? Uh, and you could go to Westworld, Westworld or you could go to a Roman medieval world, world yeah, maybe or whatever. And, and a Roman. Then, I think they had a Roman. Maybe a Roman world. And then, of course, everything goes terribly, horribly yeah. wrong. Was Sean Connery in this? No, no just no. Gil Brenner. He was really the only guy. He was the big that. name. Um, yeah. He was the king of that. Yeah. <laughs> there's actually in in the last season of the HBO Westworld, there's a scene where they go down in the basement for all the yeah. decommission. And he's, and he's in, in there. there. I saw that. That, that was the tri- that was the tribute piece yeah. right there. Yeah, so you'll yeah, well, and it's uh, funny like little Easter egg. I, I have to watch this. This sounds awesome. Oh, it's really good. You'll watch like four episodes and then you'll call me and say, "What? What's going What's on? What's happening here?" <laughs> Because it's really uh, no, I don't need to watch the series. I gotta watch this Joel Brenner movie. Yeah, guys, oh, yeah, watch so that. Yeah. This list has oh, yeah. Westworld at nineteen. Really? Believe it or not. What do they have for number one? They have uh, Terminator Two, which number actually was pretty. All right, was pretty good. It was pretty a good, good movie. Except Although the end, I didn't like the end. I, 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 you know, Terminator One. I would put Terminator One yeah, ahead it's, of Terminator it's, Two it's for pretty sure. Pretty interesting. And then they, uh, I would tell you what number three is, but it's. Uh, Oh, you know what? They have Star Wars at number three. Which, really? For robots? Well, I guess there are robots in it. There's a lot of robots in it. You know, yeah. but it's not really a robot. That's a movie. stretch. Um, number four was Blade Runner. Blade which, Runner? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Really good. Yeah. But did you see the new Blade Runner? I did. How, what, what did you think? Well, I thought it was visually amazing. I saw it on the big screen, like the big picture. Yeah. Um, but it, it was a little... Some of the scenes were I like... I heard it was like nine hours yeah, long. Yeah, it was too long. <laughs> like some of the scenes... Like you could tell yeah. it was a... A project of love for the director. Yeah, like some of the scenes were just like these striking, but they would go on for like, like ten minute pans. You know, yeah. you're seeing all this landscape, you're like, this is amazing, but like, it really didn't add to the yeah story and development. But you yeah. know, it was really interesting. I was just reading an article, uh, a couple, I don't know, within the last couple of weeks about this being the fiftieth anniversary of two thousand one, a space odyssey. Really? Yeah, but fifty years. Yeah, right? And, right. and it was talking about the debut of the movie, and how badly it went 
Like to this? the point where Stanley Kubrick and Arthur C. Clarke were like in tears of like it's a failure. It's a total failure. But right. fortunately, it was nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah. People were doing serious drugs. Things are happening. And right. people were starting to yeah. go to see two thousand one Space Odyssey and dose or whatever it is, and then that you know, by the time that movie kicks in, so are you. And um, the movie took off and they rebranded it as like a different kind of trick or something like that. <laughs> right, And it right. saved the movie. Wow. Uh, which is interesting because that movie might have like just been on the trash heap. Sure. Because it probably is, I haven't seen it in ages. But I have to rewatch it. It's yeah, funny it's, how it's like a, it's rare that like, you know, an anniversary of a film's release gets mentioned. 50 years. But it was 50 years and like I heard it all over NPR and these yeah. other media outlets of like yeah. talking about that film. Um, I mean, and it's weird that, like, I mean, Hal is just one of oh, the yeah. most, I mean, that's got to be the number one robot movie. We use Hal sound clips in our show, too. We Do you? Do yeah, like some loops we use. Oh, right. my God. That's kind of funny. The mind-blowing thing about Hal for me was always, like, one letter in the alphabet for it is IBM from Hal. Oh, I didn't. I guess I didn't. Uh, wow. Mind-blown. Mind-blown. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, like, like... You know, that movie was all about AI, of course. Yeah. And then now you've got Mark Zuckerberg uh, talking in front of Congress about how AI is going to fix oh, yeah. Facebook. And you got... It's all coming together. And you got... Uh, right in time for the tsunami. And process. Stephen Hawking saying AI yeah. is the biggest threat. He did. That's and right. I think the biggest threat to what? To everybody? To, to everybody. Because there was a couple of things. Did you hear about they had these two machines? They taught them how to talk to each other. And then they uh, created their own language and went off on their own, and they had to shut it down because they didn't know what what they were talking, what they about. were doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, really? Yeah, uh, true story. Yeah, and they're like, hmm, this went weird. Oh, so much. So wait, so whose so side are you on? Like <laughs> machine or not machine? There. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely super creepy with the uh, with the machines. Uh, I will say, um, I did, however, I have a clip to show you guys. Um, what if you had a machine that could make you a perfect, I don't know, uh, there's martini no or a daiquiri? Valley couple said they created an exact machine that can no, do it just Fox right. Christy Seifkin. Okay. I'm, Hopefully you didn't sample too much of the product tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really like, I feel like the idea of a robotic bartender, I mean, you like you can't see it at home, but it really looks like a Mr. Coffee. Yeah, right. And so yeah. you're gonna fill up the back. And, and there's a instead up. of the coffee well, mug, there's a martini glass. Right. But uh, honestly, like, in there. I mean, you know, it's, it's not it's, really a robot bartender. I guess is it, what I'm it's trying a candidate to say. though, because you know, robots are used to do repeatable tasks. Yeah. So if it's a repeatable task, you automate it, right? So pouring a drink is pretty much a repeatable task. Well, well there were a lot of people that believed that at this point in in our society, that robots would already have been doing everything. And that humans could have, and could have enjoyed be enjoying a life of leisure at this point. You would think, right? But here's like that's that's such a sucker bet. Like so, two thousand one, a space odyssey, which came out in nineteen sixty eight, thought we'd be way past where we are. Yeah, right? like they they thought what like the the progress. However, technology right now is all about like the new social media, like which is not right. really moving us anywhere. No, I, I was reading an article though, and without dabbling into politics too much it was saying how you know a lot of people are like talking about jobs being lost to immigration but the if they they right. looked at the numbers it's actually automation right yeah being lost to robotics 100%. robots yeah 
But we always say robots. Say, we might we might take your beer, but we won't take your job. We're, <laughs> yeah. kinda, we're too busy surfing. You know? we're, we're lazy robots. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, here's the thing. This is probably this is going to blow your mind because this is really the big threat. Because yeah, robots take over the cannabis. I found industry. this on High Times that robots are taking over the cannabis industry. How so? Yeah. How does this work? Well, uh, it's not the, the vapes. Is it the vape pen? I knew it. Because it's it's the <laughs> bud trimmers. Oh, the bud trimmers are going to be the first ones to go. Repeatable task. Repeatable task. All right. So but, they're going to have robots out in the pot fields. Yeah, it could be. But it's funny. So I have a friend in Denver who's a. A business guy and he was telling me that uh, you know and they have a company making apparel and he said that when marijuana went legal in denver the first thing that happened was that all the warehouses got snapped up because they're using the warehouses for the grow operations okay and so there are no longer any warehouses to store shit because it all smells like wheat no the okay. same thing just happened in our old town of portland maine i believe all of the warehouses are full. get snapped up commercial yeah. yeah commercial real estate is at like they're one percent, yeah, occupants. Yeah, and so now they're all moving um, to Boston and Wait, growing, in Bo- growing in warehouses in Boston and wow. maybe other surrounding towns because yeah. it's cheaper and there's more. Of it. All right, we're counting in and we're back, uh, super local and yeah. Um, it's funny during the break we were talking a little bit about local music festivals, which I think is uh, and homegrown music festivals. I think is or, what we we're talking about. Maybe the scene. I, I feel um, the valley's got a, a pretty diverse scene going lately. You know, music does. scene. You got um, well. I feel like there's two types. There's there's the one side that kind of kind of caters to the kind of the tourist sort of yeah mountains. yeah yeah. And then there's kind of more like a little bit the local rock. Yeah, the local kind of like. The shows that happen at um, at Slidebrook, yeah, yeah, which he gets like a big variety out there from like death metal to whatever, yeah, know, jam, and then like the hostel, they're kind of all over the map too, yeah, you know, and then the mountain, you know, the mountain usually has kind of kind of specific, I would say like I don't know, accessible, you know, it's just like yeah, it's crowd friendly, yeah, crowd it's friendly, rock and roll cover bands, yeah, cover bands, you know, yeah, so, wedding yeah, bands, something you don't have to, yeah. People, yeah. something that you something know, you're familiar with. I want to hear some. Well, Steve but he's Miller in band. a wedding. He's in a wedding. Band. I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you are now. <laughs> I can't wait to see Tsunami Boss being like the top Vermont wedding. Band. <laughs> but like, let me ask you this: like, I mean, you know, so you guys were talking about uh, a, ba- a music festival you used to have at your place. Like, what was that? Oh well, so there's two things. Like, so we have a music festival. I, I guess you wouldn't say a festival, but a big show. We call it Hostel Palooza. Yeah. And we have it twice a year. We have it once at the end of the, the ski season in April and once at the beginning in October. Yeah. And I try to get, like, you know, at least one local band and then I'll get some out-of-state bands. Yeah. And usually kind of focus on the uh, garage rock, yeah. kind of punk rock, surf rock. And um, and you just had it, right? Yeah, we just had it uh, a couple weekends ago. We had the Hostel Palooza. We had, um, we had Stymied. They're kind of like a metal... Kind of sludgy rock band. They're they're local here. Yeah. To Vermont. Wait, did you say sludgy? Yeah, sludgy. I guess sludgy. You know, kind of like uh, stoner rock. Stoner. Uh, rock. You know, like uh, R- Queens of Stone Age. Riffy, Caius kind of thing. Kind of Caius, but you guys are like speaking a totally different language. I don't know what that is. It, it's funny you say that. So when when I first moved up to the valley, stoner rock is just yeah. it's so Sabbath kind of kind of riffs. 
Yeah, real you know? heavy, uh, yeah. real rip, and like, and dun, 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 dun. yeah, and a little nobody's kind dancing, of like, nobody's dancing. Like, yeah, and it's a little monotonous, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, I got gotcha. you, yeah. yeah. But um, it's funny you say that because when I first moved to the valley, I was living outside of Boston, you know, growing up, and there was pretty. I lived in a college town in Lowell, yeah, you know, UMass Lowell was there, and um, there was a good music scene, and then I moved up here, and like there really wasn't much going on. This was like a ninety or so yeah it was a little bit but um anyways i met some guys and they're like what kind of music are you into and at the time i was kind of like, into that whole like psychobilly stuff like, like yeah revenue and heat and yeah and then but the guys were, Seattle band. i felt like i was in like in high school again they were like psychobilly what's that they were like like right. laughing yeah. at me you know like yeah. I, I felt like the outsider i'm like what the hell yeah right. i'm in my 30s why are you guys and uh Rock but anyways Rock so, was hot. yeah it's like it's like a different language sometimes um, i was gonna say that it seemed like like the surf revival in the '90s was like at the same time as the rockabilly yeah. thing too. Yeah. yeah, and they would kind of you know kind of cross break cross. Time. Yeah. And what is it like as guys who are playing? Like, is that a, a is it a is it a smaller band set that you get away with? You get because it's kind of like a, a more minimalist. You know, it's uh, like you got three three you know like a drummer, a bass, and a guitar, and you're good. Rockabilly especially is more minimalist. Yeah. Yeah. Like it allows you to show up with a smaller band and play loud and just be happy with it. Or or like what what, well, what it's all that. Rockabilly's turned into a whole like kind of lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. It's a, what is well like what do you mean? Um, you know, the dress, like uh uh-huh. you know, the, the look the, the chicks all wear the poodle skirts and they kind of the yeah, the bangs and stuff and the dudes are all the greaser mom yeah, yeah. looking up. And that's like an international yeah. thing. Yeah. Like there's still like there's huge fest- festivals. Huge festivals all over the like, place. Like Viva in Las Vegas. There's a, a festival mm-hmm. called Viva in April that's all rockabilly guys and stuff. Right. And, but anyway, we're yeah. but back to the oh, hospital. Yeah, so right. so so I had a local band. So I mean, uh, actually, Pierre, yeah, our bass player from um, um, the Luddites is in that, and then I got a band, Blowtorch, out of um, out of Burlington. They're yeah. kind of a punk rock band. They've been around for quite a while. Um, and then we had the brand new Luddites, and then the the, the Tsunami Bots. <laughs> But but yeah, I tried to get like like a bunch of and so wait so the, so the hospital is uh, what time does it start? Uh, usually starts. So the lifts close? No, no. We try to have the first bands go on at like around eight thirty, nine o'clock. Okay. Yeah, originally it was scheduled for five bands, but if you remember two weekends ago, it was like that ice storm that came through. <laughs> yeah. So that they were coming from. It's New like York. every two weeks, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really narrow right. down. Yeah. But it's true. They were just band Comrade Nixon, and they were yeah. coming from New York, and they, they had to cancel because oh, so, they couldn't get yeah. it. Yeah, but um. Yeah, we start about nine, go to about twelve thirty, one o'clock, and it, everybody gets forty five minutes. And, yeah, yeah, just blast through it. Yeah, and um, it that's turned into something good. Uh, yeah, it started out you know fairly small, and now we get a a pretty good um pretty good fall, uh, crowd. Well, and Giles is just so supportive. Yeah, Giles is awesome. Stuff with that. That's just oh, yeah. stuff that's good. Yeah, he likes is. if he likes like, or if it's good, he'll let you play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and it was funny because um in the in the October one, we had this band, the Crimson Ghosts, come in. Yeah. And they're a surf band, but they just do instrumental covers of the Misfit songs. Oh, wow. And, and they wear, like, these biker vests and these German helmets and stuff. And they've been <laughs> around for quite a while. They're, they're a yeah. fairly big name in, the, in this, like, genre. And um, my friend brought him up and brought him to the hostel. And it was probably, like, 6 o'clock. You know, and he went, they went over to Roxbury Gap, you know, the dirt road. Yeah. And they pulled into the hostel, the dirt parking lot. And there's no like, cars what there. The hell? Yeah, the guy's like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> and my buddy had been, he had played before. And he's like, 
He's like, just you wait. Yeah. yeah and the yeah. guy's like, okay. And then, uh, you know, it, it ended up getting packed. And uh, the guy came up to me later on. He's like, that was one of the best shows we've had in, you know, like this in year. Forever. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. great. So it was valid. It was like, uh, it validated me, you know, like. I mean, it's really interesting. Like, at, you know? like, once again, like as a guy who's not a performer like you guys are, like the the best shows for me are, are it doesn't matter how big this the venue is. Oh, yeah. Like a small venue that's packed where people are into it, that's the best show. Yeah, it's like an energy of yeah. feeling. Yeah. I remember seeing a stadium show and, and within minutes being like, oh, I don't ever want to do yeah, this. Yeah, why am I here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're lost. You can't can't find well, you can't, you can't connect with the music yeah. and yeah. you can't connect with, with what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And unless a, you're in the front And row. it's a real pain in the ass to get there and get out of there. Right. right. That so is 100% right. Then they have a video screen, you end up watching the screen the whole time. Yeah. Like, oh, I can right. just run my couch. Exactly. Right. Yeah. With my own personal space. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. <laughs> No, yeah. one, no one's intruding. Yeah. No, no, I, I um, couldn't agree with you more. I mean, what show was it? It was U2. It was U2. And the old Foxborough. Mm. Yeah, it must have been like... Foxborough. I was in high right school. To what? get in and out. Yeah, so still. That, that one road. Yeah, still, right? Uh, it was yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It, I mean, but I, I don't think any... I mean, the Patriots deserve a highway. Oh, come on. <laughs> 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 uh, we'll, we'll get to yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> read the NFL draft yeah, yeah. exactly but yeah so Giles has been really supportive uh, of the local music scene I think. yeah that's awesome and, uh, and then Alex too I've gotten some like fairly big names to come into uh, Slidebrook I got uh, I don't know if you know this band Bird Cloud I, I don't they're these two girls that do um, they do like kind of a bluegrass but they're uh, and just the two of them there's no just, just the two of them yeah. mandolin and guitar but they do very like x-rated lyrics like they do like <laughs> Washing my big old pussy, <laughs> and they're funny as hell. They, they tour internationally and stuff. But I, I got them to come up. It I sounds said, better in a different language. Yeah, probably. yeah. And I, yeah. I saw them. I saw they were playing in New York, and I said, "Hey, can you guys come up?" Yeah. And um, they're like, "Yeah, sure." It's like, so we ponied up some money, and then we got them a room at the at the Slidebrook. Yeah. So they played, and then uh, there's this this surf band up there called uh, Daikaju, and they they're, they're like one of the hardest working DIY bands. They they must play 300 days a year at least. Yeah. Traveling to wow. Yeah. They play. That's all they do. What, what do you but, mean by a DIY band? Like not uh, managed? Do it. Um, yeah. So do it yourself. Um, no label support. No you know, label. You're just doing it all on your own. Yeah. You know, you're making a couple bucks here and selling yeah. merch and just doing what you can do. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah. yeah, they came in and like blew the doors off the place. Yeah. But, it, but it's cool with Alex because like he pays a, a guarantee and then also you get a room. Which is huge, you know, and he has laundry right. there, so like right. you're on tour, you can do your laundry. Right. So like got a shower. Yeah, shower. <laughs> it was really and cool. he's super nice. So yeah, hook you up and yeah, yeah. Hook you hospitable. Up. So um, that was good to get kind of some more regional or national bands through, but I'm not sure the hist- I'm not sure what's going on with it up there. I mean, it's really interesting. Like, it's so funny about Slidebrook too, because it's like the smallest. Oh room. yes, it is, it is the smallest room. It is yeah. the smallest room. Makes me feel big. Wait, no, I am big. But you are, uh, yeah, you're totally but you know, it's interesting. Uh, just as a you know, as a valley guy, it's really hard to learn about where the bands are playing. Like you really have to have somebody say, "Oh, there's a really hot band at such and such right. place in the valley." I mean, valley. I mean, our local news outlet doesn't always cover yeah. that. Like, where do where do you, where would I find out about well, these games? So there's um, I don't know. There's a Facebook group called the Mad River Valley Music Scene now. Oh, really? That a lot of people have been posting to now. So now Mad River Music Alliance, I think, isn't that it? 
Standard of Value. Yeah, something like that. Or Mad Ruby. It's Value. musicians. And it's on yeah. like, hey, I'm, I'm playing. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I noticed it's been growing. And That's I know, awesome. And I know since, yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys have met Alex uh, Budney. Yeah. Who, who does the open mic now. Yep. And he's done a lot because he managed. At the Big Pick? Or at, at, um, or at the local sm- club. Smokehouse. Oh, he's, a, he's a bass player musician. He plays all over, but yeah. he does like, he books um, the Smokehouse now. And he books, awesome. he used he was the manager at Nectar's for years right, and right. years and years. Is he now living in the Valley? Yeah. Yeah. He just moved to North Face. Oh, interesting. So he's, he's kind so of. the Nectar's guy who's yeah. now in the Valley booking talent. And, and I notice he's really kind of amped up things and, um. He posts a lot on that Mad River Valley music scene and interesting kind of kind of getting things going. And he runs the the open mic on Thursdays. Yeah, because we certainly have. Which has turned into a, a pretty good scene down there. Yeah, yeah. really. Right. I, that's good to hear. I mean, you know, it. it my sense is, is we have the stages. You know, it's just right, yeah. like I don't really know where to go and when to go there. Yeah. And if like, we had a little clearinghouse, I mean, it sounds like there is one. I'm gonna have to check it out. It started. It started. Yeah, that's great. You know what would be really cool, and it's it's too bad it didn't work out for them was um, uh, where the home plate is. Oh, I know. Yeah, the place nice stage area. Great. Yeah, stage. we Ragged Company. We played yeah. there two or three times. The sound was so good. It's such a nice room. Yeah, and the lights light set up. Lights and a and a nice PA system. Yeah. And man, that would be really cool if somebody hopped in there. And I heard a rumor Worthy Burger might move in there. Oh, you really? Heard that? I have not heard that. That's I heard a great rumor. And I think it's about... Let's spread that. I think it's 85% correct. <laughs> Worthy Burger's moving in. Are they, they're opening Saturday? Is no. that right? Oh, my God. I heard either there or they're teaming up with Lawson's. There you go. So, Whoa. Yeah. So I mean, the Lawson's thing is going to be really interesting. Like, are, Do you guys have an expectation that we're going to see live music at Lawson's? I have I, uh, no idea. I, I no idea. I don't know. Yeah. I'm hopeful. I mean, you know, when we went to like the... The teaser grand opening last summer, it was bands, and I mean, it was outside, but, you know, it was hard to know how that's going to all sh- shake out. And you guys get bands down here. We do, the Roundup. Yeah, the Roundup. Round which yeah. is fantastic. You played there a few times, right? Yeah, we played there We played there once a, once a summer, once yeah. or twice. I've asked a few times, but uh, Serena's, she's got her own scene going down there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, well, I feel like being so close to the river for robots is probably yeah. not a great idea. Well, we serve. But, yeah, that's you know. true. Like, they are. <laughs> but we're not really kid friendly. So. Yeah, <laughs> we're kind of. I, I would say that that's the opposite. Like, if I were a kid and seeing a band oh, of robots, so I would be like, "This is the great." I'm gonna totally drop out of school. This is, <laughs> we, you know, this is what I want to do. This is the greatest. We played yeah. the the um, the benefit for Puerto Rico in front of um, the taco. You did? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we actually had um, a lot of kids there. Oh, I'm and, sure. And I have like uh, on the. On the robot, the FU two thousand, uh, I got a confetti cannon and I launched it, and they were all like, "Yeah!" <laughs> oh man, that's great! <laughs> oh my god! I love that. All right, so so I have to have you ask you a quick question yeah. about your musical influences because yeah. I did see somewhere it was talking about influenced possibly by Devo. Oh yeah, yeah. And are you a Devo guy? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Are you a Devo guy? Um. I listen to it occasionally. Yeah. 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 No, I was, I was always a big Devo guy growing up and yeah. I, I kind of like their whole, cause they were all like, uh, art students, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I kind of like that. Whole, and it was really kind of performance art. I like the performance art. Like, like personally, when I go to a show, I want to be entertained. Like, yeah. I want to, I want like a show. Right. You know, like I, it, to someone to just go up there and like, you know, kind of wank away. I, to me, I just get bored. You know? I mean, I like, like, like Devo. Right, right. Any, any shiny objects. You know? Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if I'm older than you, but I think I am. I'm definitely taller. And uh, like, 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 how old are you? 
Uh, 6'4". No, how tall? I mean, how tall? <laughs> nice one. Nice one. Very hard to know. But the Devo, like, yeah. their first performance on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, right. Is Yeah, with the yellow jumpsuits. Oh, and, my God. Was yeah. that what they were doing? Satisfaction? Was that what uh, yeah, I think it was yeah. Satisfaction. Yeah. 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 And, it, like, it looks like they're somehow playing backwards. Yeah. And, like, they look weird. And they're all choreographed. And, and they're stuff, all choreographed. Yeah. And then I could, you know, I, I mean, I had a huge love affair with Devo, as did everybody I grew up with. They're yeah. super into it. Like dorky white guys yeah. in a band that were somehow rocking. Yeah. Right. And then uh, last summer, uh, I think it was last summer, I saw the new Thor movie, like Thor Ragnarok yeah. or something, which was a pretty good movie. Yeah. And I noticed that the soundtrack was Mark Mothersbaugh. Oh, really? Oh, and then wow. I started noticing, yeah. I was like, holy shit, like, I heard he does he's a actually lot of- does, he did Black Panther. He, like, did he really? And so I'm like, he's, 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 Wow. He's done a nice transition yeah. from being in kind of a performance art band to like picking soundtracks for major movies. You know who does that too? Is that guy uh, Copeland from from the Police? Yes, he Stuart does Copeland. a lot of soundtracks. Yeah, yeah, like, and uh, Danny Elfman, who was in uh, from Bat- he did the Batman movies. Yeah, he was in Oingo Boingo. Was he? Oh no, shit. Yeah, really. Another like nerdy, oh, nerdy yeah. dude. White band. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good trivia. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Wow, well, I remember like this guy. This guy knew Zippy. <laughs> Zippy. He was playing some stuff like uh, he was a bartender and playing some stuff. This is a long time ago in the nineties. Yeah. And he's like, this is Portland. This is in Portland, and he's playing this stuff. He's like, yeah, this is from like the early seventies. I was like, who is it? He's like, it's Devo. It's like they've been around yeah. for like a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah. And doing that sort of thing before with it, and yeah, you know, yeah. They yeah they've been at it for ten years before that. Yeah, they're they're. A fascinating group of, like that's why I heard I heard this term bedroom rock, like where you're just really doing it for yourself. Yeah. But it's so right. pure because you're just doing it for yourself yeah. that eventually somebody else is gonna like that, that, it. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of how they did it. And they also, I, I do think Devo kind of had that upswing right at the beginning of the music videos. The new wave. Yeah, they had, oh, yeah, they had the, like the a whip it video, and people were like, Who and they had that? the funny hats. Right. And the the timing was kind of perfect. Yeah, it really was. Uh, they they did they did uh, play a live performance during the Vancouver Olympics, which I remember seeing. Like, <laughs> really? No, I was not there, but yeah. I remember like seeing something like, hey, like in the Vancouver like Devo's playing. Yeah. Like, wow, those guys are around. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Um, but it's a it's it's a I just had to ask because it seemed like you know I, I don't think the tsunami bots is totally Devo yeah. but there's a little bit of that yeah just the whole like like we like the costumes and the props and yeah the choreograph and the trading cards yeah, and the trading cards who did the trading cards um we we found a guy on a Craigslist actually who did um low a local guy or like out of Burlington out of Burlington who's like well I'll do trading cards for you well I I was looking for a guy we we have two comic books. And I was looking for a guy. Wow. Wait, wait. You have two Tsunami Bots? Yeah. Volume 1 and 2, we have the origin story of kind of how they started. And where would I get one? Uh, our website, www.tsunamibots.com. And how much? On the World Wide Web. Yeah, I can drop, drop, drop one on. They're like two bucks. Two bucks each. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So oh, you've got like a couple of thousand list. in the box? Or? I, I got a little, we got a little backlog. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway. Wait, 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 wait. No, I want to talk about the comic book sure. more. Like, who drew the comic book? Well, um, we had two different uh, artists. We had, um, it was... And did you reach out to them or did they reach out to you? I reached out to them. Both of them Craigslist. What? Yeah, yeah. So I, I could do a comic book? Yeah, if you have a story. Well, yeah, of but, course I do. But I, I have to tell you, both artists, 
like flaked out on me like multiple times. Like the first one, it was a young, it was two young girls from I think they were at, at um, UVM. Yeah. And like I don't know, they they had started it and then they kind of flaked out on me and then they I don't know, it took like like six seven months and then I finally got it. And wait, then, so wait, I want to back back. Yeah. So you're just cruising Craigslist looking for a comic book. Person, to yeah, I just I wrote an ad like uh, looking for an illustrator for a comic book. That's you know, so crazy. If you're interested. <laughs> and did you say tsunami bots? Um, I don't know if I said that in the ad. Okay, but um, all right. So I'm just so yeah. so you you put that out there. You didn't yeah. find somebody who said I'll do a comic no no book. no. I put it yeah. out there because I knew you what I wanted. There. Yeah. So I had like the kind of story. That's awesome. And then um, you and know, so I, some art students said, yeah, we'll yeah, do that. yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. And then they. I think they got into it and realized it's actually a lot of work. Yeah, I believe you know? it. Yeah. And, and so I finally got it. And, and then, what was the compensation that you were offering? What was it? I think it was a couple bills, maybe. <laughs> a couple of which bills? Like 200 bucks, maybe. <laughs> I, I, to do a how many page comic book? Like seven or eight. <laughs> of coloring and inking. And, yeah. And then you'd handle the printing? Uh, yeah, I took care of the printing. Right. Yeah. So if you, if you sketch it out and yeah. you'll give them the story. Yep. And what was the story? Well, it's the it's the origin of um, of the tsunami bots, where you know they started out as these kind of drone robots just working in an office, like you know, kind of cube life. You know, it's kind of a <laughs> metaphor for human life. Yeah, yeah. And then um, one of the robots goes downstairs to file something, and he finds this old like mainframe computer, and uh, he plugs into it, and it, it it's like. It's like the almost like the HAL two thousand, you know. Yeah. It's a very wise computer, and it, this computer turns them on to like a better way. I mean, it shows them like a bunch of surf videos and surf music, and uh, kind of the, the the robot, the tsunami bot has a revelation. Yeah. And he, he's like throws his uh his his full you know the files he was supposed to file up in the air, and he goes upstairs and like throws his boss out the window, and then. He rounds up some other. Uh, it's yeah, it's office space for, yeah, for, yeah, robots. for robots. Yeah, he rounds up some other tsunami bots and uh, you know they they take up surfing and crushing humans. And, <laughs> <laughs> whole, whole, I'm, I'm kind of generalizing. This no, show. no, yeah. I, I love it. It's like well, obviously you have to buy it at tsunami dot yeah. tsunamibots.com. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. but um, I'm totally into it. And so and so, so you did find some artists. Yeah, so I found some artists and kind of flaked out. Finally got it. You know, it took like six seven months. And then, of course, I mean it's hard. Yeah. Right. Like but, you had to do, and like, and how many panels per page? Multiple panels per page, and all. Yeah, I guess like it depended. You know, you know, yeah. like two or three per page or something. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I finally got that. That was cool. So then I found another artist down in um, Roxbury for volume two. Yeah. And same deal. She like she was really into it and got me like four or five pages instantly. I was like, yeah, this is yeah, it. This is the one. one. And then she's like, oh, I'm really busy and all this stuff. And then, right. yeah, you know, like three months. And then she's like, oh, I think I can do this. And then, you know, it took it took like like six months again. You know, yeah. Where I thought it would be like a month or something. Yeah. Because what a process, right? Yeah. yeah. To like, yeah. you know, you've got the storyline and you have to come up with the illustrations to match and then the coloring. Yeah, it's, and a, the, it's a lot of work. Well, and, the comic and, and don't, you know, don't make a mistake because yeah. then you're going to do it again. Right. But then, so the trading cards was he answered the ad. And I had accepted this other woman at first. So, like, he's like, well, if you ever want to do anything, let me know. And then I just approached him, like, how do you feel about trading cards? And he's like, yeah. And he did it in, like, a week. Oh. Yeah. Which like, is way easier than a whole comic book. Yeah. And, and then the on point. the back, you know, so we have, like, the little bios. Like we gave Well, them. I was just, just going to read a little bit of the, the Tomador 64 <laughs> yeah. trading card. The vital stats. Yeah. 
Uh, Tomador 64 is a Series 2000 surf bot. Uh, his likes include crushing humans, surfing, and fembots. Uh, his dislikes include humans and rust. <laughs> on, oh, his thoughts on the robot uprising? It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, these are great. Like, all this stuff is great. But you should have some... Some trading cards. Absolutely. Chicky sold trading cards. Do you not have any? Oh, God. That sounds like such a bad idea for me, doesn't it? You could just hand them out. How creepy is that? I hey, think it's awesome. <laughs> Here's my trading card. With a picture of my face? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm, well, they're illustrations. I'm, I'm reluctant. <laughs> well, you definitely need somebody to get in a battle with. That would probably like I, I, help. I, I, that would probably I help. Mean, I mean, I will so, say, like, I love the battle angle of the Luddites versus the robots. Well, yeah, that's that's, let awesome. me tell you this, too. So we played the uh, Mont, no, Montpelier Brewfest. Uh-huh, yeah. You know, down in Montpelier. Yeah. And we had a plant in the audience. We uh, we got a friend of ours, and we're like, uh, we want you to walk through the crowd and be like, you know, fuck you, robots. Robots suck and stuff. So he did it, and the crowd did not know how to handle it. Like, people were getting really upset at this guy. People are yeah. really nice and popular. Yeah. Yeah. He's Even like, against angry they're, robots they're trying like, to take over the world. They're like, hey, man, that's very disrespectful. And he just, he stayed in character. He's like smoking butts, blows smoke in them. He's like, I hate robots. You know, he just blows smoke <laughs> in their face. And like, like it, it was like a big scene. And it was awesome. And then like, the, the promoter came up to me, uh, Nate from uh, Butch Spilia Records. Yeah. He's like, man, what hap- What was up with that guy? And I'm like, oh, he, he was, he's with us. He's a player. He was working for us. And he's like, he's like, that is awesome. <laughs> I think every band should have a plan. Yeah, people are getting really That kind of makes though. it into kind of a performance piece, oh, yeah. too, you know? It does. And, and yeah. the, the crowd was just, they, they didn't know how to handle it. Like, they just thought this guy was like, being a bad dude, you know. Well, it'd be it funny. It'd be as funny as... if they all bit on it. We're like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we're, robots do that's suck. That's what we're hoping for. But on the other hand, like Montpelier's so nice, yeah. they won't even like turn <laughs> left if you're coming yeah, on exactly. like, yeah. yeah. traffic. Yeah. Like the, and, I, and I will say, like, just to get back to the premature wave through that we've been talking about since the first episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, the... I saw some premature wave throughs in the last couple of days. What at the intersection? Yeah. Drives me nuts. Like I feel like if the robots take over, they'll do away with the premature wave. There's rules. There's rules. rules of like, like you, you have the right of way. Take <laughs> the right of way. Self-driving cars stop. under the our new robot regime. Oh, absolutely, it would solve the drinking and driving problem. Oh my god, be awesome! <laughs> I, I am all about the. I'm so sick. I'm it. so sick. I want to nap on my way home yeah. from work. That's I what I want to do. I don't want to sleep here anymore after the podcast. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's really, it's really I need a robot driving home. Yeah. I mean, so I, I will say though, like one of the things that the, the robots can't do though probably is build a good sandwich, right? Like, I mean, what what are the other things the robots can't do? Let's see. Yeah, can't build a good sandwich because they don't need nutrients like that. Right. They don't care. That's about it, though. Robots pretty much can do everything awesome. But so we'll be sandwich makers. You'll <laughs> be polishing transistors. Yeah. Like what I think everybody's going to have to get into brewing because if they drink as much beer as as, as we as do. it seems. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> who's the who's the most famous beer drinking robot? Famous beer drinking. Oh my god. It's That's not Bender. 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 Yeah. Bender, he's our cousin. Who's Bender? You don't know Bender. Bender is from Futurama. It's that animated, the, the animated series that was on Fox. Oh yeah, I don't know that. Show. By Matt, an adult uh, Matt Groening, right? Yeah, adult animated series. It was an adult animated <laughs> series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Futurama. Actually, I think I have seen that. And Bender was the beer drinking. Yeah, 
But, you know, in the future, you know, under their regime, we're going to have to yeah. make a lot of beer. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a, that's a given. But what, it's going to be a cool world. Why? Because, what? what? Robots <laughs> are fueled on beer. Right. This is what he's telling me. <laughs> but cheap He would know. Cheap beer. But we'll take any kind. So of the robots don't care for ideas. It, they won't turn it down. <laughs> oh, if you bring up they still want to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to pay for it. Right? They're kind of cheap robots. Frugal. They're very frugal cheap, robots. Cheap bro. I Next it. winter, when we do uh, top five uh, beers, we've had beers in the last hours. forty-eight hours. Yeah. Let's also have a top five uh, robot beer list. Wow. You know what? You know what's been a real bonus? What? Okay. A real bonus for me is. Uh, Lately, I've been getting a lot of gifts from friends um, of beers with robots on them. There's okay. Quite, yeah, there's quite a few. I, I think there are. Yeah. And so it's a nice gift. Like someone's like, oh, I saw this at the store and I thought about you. And they give it to me. Why do you think that there's a Vermont one? Yeah, there is. There's one up, it? up in Burlington. I forget who. I bet Burlington Beer Company beer, has a That's one. Yeah. They do, right? They've got a bunch of weird yeah. kind of, you know, wizardy, robot-y. Yeah. And I've gotten, I've gotten quite a few. It's a nice little perk. Like, hey, being a robot. Hey, I was thinking about you. <laughs> awesome. It's <laughs> great, man. It's good to have perks. I was thinking about. I it. really like it. Um, so, so back to that. My list of the yeah, top yeah. top hundred uh, um, what robot that? movies. Yeah. Number eighteen is RoboCop. RoboCop. And I, I honestly feel like that should be higher. I don't know if you guys are you familiar with the yeah, RoboCop? Yeah, I yeah. saw it when it came out. Yeah, you're not. You're not yeah, impressed. Yeah. You know, it was supposedly it was supposedly it was going to have an X rating when it came. Really? Out. Why? Because of the violence. No kidding. Because it was so over the it's top. Pretty tame by yeah. today's standards. I mean, right, it's true. But I, I mean, I haven't seen it forever. I remember it being bloody. But I but one of the things I remember from it is the uh, the videos that they're watching while they're pumping gas, and it was so outrageous at the time. Yeah. And now like everywhere you go, place. like. At the VG, yeah, the VG. Like you, like I mean, like it's just like they got a lot of stuff right in that mm-hmm. movie. You know, as as ridiculous as it was, but um, yeah, you know, I don't know. That, 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 do, do, do the Transformers films figure into this? They have to be on that. List. Oh, they're definitely on here. Yeah, the Transformer film. I was looking at it just a couple seconds ago, and the first Transformers that I see on it was thirteen. Okay, right. Who made this list? Who made this list? What's the source? Well, uh, what are your sources? Uh, or was it the BFR that made this list? No, this is, this is, the, <laughs> the, this is the internet. <laughs> this is the internet. So you can find it. I also found a list of, and I don't know, it's because I was looking at the uh, um, that robot bartender mm. of the best basic mixed drinks. Because I was thinking, feeling like robots can't really choose between mixed drinks, too. Uh, I don't know why I was pointing in on that. What's your, what's your favorite mixed drink? Basic mixer, so basic ingredients. Oh, well, it's the Manhattan, of course, the classic. Yeah. Yeah. That's and not, then, that's and, oh man, I just had a. Um, remember the mojito? It was so big 15 the, years ago, 20 years mojito. ago. I actually had a bunch of mojitos last week. They were delicious. Oh, good for you, man. Yeah. yeah. Mojitos are delightful. They really are. But I feel like that's. I have one like, like, a mojito is. You're, you're, like, the, the, the basic mixed drink list is something you can order at a surf punk show without <laughs> getting kicked out wouldn't you get a zombie right zombie. Wouldn't be, no, no, I, 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 I feel like, like a tiki, tiki drink yeah a tiki uh, tie, tie. Yeah. or a grog or, yeah. Yeah. Or, or a or scorpion like, bowl or like a vodka and PBR yeah something we, like we, that. we play a lot of tiki bars you know? how many tiki bars are there it's really interesting because uh, Bicycle Express which mm-hmm. is just opening in uh, 
Waterbury yeah. apparently is going to have a tiki bar behind it. Really? I was like, really? Like, I mean, That's great. How many tiki well, I'm like, you what know, are, what's I, a tiki bar? I have one at my house that I... You have a tiki bar. ...constructed outside. Really? And it, uh, you know, it's got like thatch roof and like lights and, you know, tiki paraphernalia. I won't tell people where you live, but are you in the same place you've been in yes. for a very long time? Come on. Right, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so now, now yeah. Do you know, you guys know Parky, right? Yeah. Yeah, he built it. Oh, I saw photos of that. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's so funny you say that because Parky, I actually ran into him. Yeah. We were getting some pizza. He's like, oh, I just built this tiki bar. Yeah, yeah. That has a, to be it. He hasn't yeah. built more than one. No, no, that's, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, no yeah, shit. He's been working on it a couple summers now. That's really funny. It looked really nice. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah Thanks. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. He on did your tiki he, bar. That's going to be a great summertime hang, yeah. man. Yeah, it's a good hangout. You guys should come by. We will. We will. Yeah, we have a little we fire pit sure. there. And, yeah, it's cool. Great. <laughs> Safe for humans? Safe for humans, yes. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. So we're kind of winding down. Do you have any uh, additional business? Because you always have a little additional baggage that you want to You got any shows coming up? Unload on us. <gasps> That's it. I always forget to plug my own, plug plug your own, own show. Self. Plug your I'm game. all about shameless self-promotion. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm going to be performing at Charlie O's. And you are. This is a Friday the 4th, a week from, a week from tonight. May 4th. Yeah. Quattro de Mayo. Awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, it's my favorite slot as of late. It's the geezer gig. I'll be playing <laughs> six to eight. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I really, really like so it. So they're yeah. serving chicken corn and blue, and and uh, scampi and scampi. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Out of the microwave. And you can be home by nine. Bar. You can be home by nine. Oh, it's great. That's one That's of my great. favorite venues to play. Really? Yeah. Because like you're in it, you're, you're kindred spirit man. It's yeah. my it's my favorite you're, bar. You're, like, you're, you're in it. Yeah. Like like the where the stage is. You're in the crowd. You That's know, awesome. You're, the crowd becomes part of the show. I should tell you a little story about Charlie's. Um, had it. a friend's band come up from uh, Rockland, Maine. Yeah. And uh, they played, and uh, I opened for them at Charlie's. Oh, cool. And it was like um, uh, first weekend in February. Mm-hmm. Um, or second or something like that. And it was this big brainstorm and everything melted. It was really bad. Do you, remember, do you guys remember this? No. Well, anyway. It's everything. Yeah, I know. Again, back to that. It's every, every, every <laughs> week. It's yeah. crappy weather. Um, oh, yeah. And they drove up and we played the show and it was in between sets and uh, they just got started. So it was probably, I don't know, 10.30 or so. And the bartender's like, the basement's full of water. And then I went out into the back parking lot, and the river, which is right behind yeah. the parking lot yeah. at Charlie's, is parking lot hot. Really? Yeah, and then the cops start buzzing around, and they're like, yeah, you got to tell everybody to go home. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, so and it was an exciting show. Anyway? Oh, no. no, they just killed it at, like, midnight, and yeah. we're like, you guys got to get out yeah. of here. Get out yeah. of town. Yeah. That's wow. so great to hear. I mean, I, I you know. Charlie O's is, is a long way for me as an old guy to get there, but like, what, where, what's your second favorite place to play? Oh, that's a good one. What's your favorite valley place to play? Let's put it that way. The Hostel? I love the Hostel. You know what I think is a great un, unutilized space is uh, the Valley Players. Yeah, I, put a, I totally yes, agree. I put a couple yeah. shows on there. Yeah. And, um, They're really easy to work with. Really easy to work with. It's, it's not like a damageable it, venue. Yeah, they have a... Yeah. Um, it is BYOB. Yeah. Yeah, they have a BYOB license. It's yeah. a cabaret license. Yeah. Uh, great sound. We did a um, ski movie party there last year. It was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did a surf battle there once. It was cool. We did. We got the high brakes to come down. 
and we had the tsunami bots on one side, and then the heartbreaks <laughs> on the other side of that stage, and then we did songs. Song, oh, that's really cool. Back and forth. Oh wow! So oh, it was I like, like it. it was really fun. Were, were you scoring it? Um, we kind of had like um, an yeah. MC. We got this guy yeah. to MC it, and um, it was cool because like the crowd would kind of stand here, and then they shuffle over here. That's uh, really good. Beat, so. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I, I think that so, is an so, underutilized yeah. venue as well. Yeah, I would love to get some like national bands through there. We could. That'd be cool. You know, and I, how do you guys feel? About I think it? there are people that have done that in the past. I think Bruce Jones was doing that for yeah. a little while there. There's been a couple gigs in yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Called, but they've been, honestly, they've been uh, geezer acoustic gigs. Yeah. They haven't yeah. been like, let's let's burn the place down. Yeah. Well, not that you know, I want to burn. Uh, that's like in the airports. It's funny. Know. Like, I've seen a couple, like, really good things that, like at the big picture in the theater, too. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. obviously, it's a movie theater first, but yeah. it'd be cool. If I've you actually seen yeah, some great shows there too. Some some great shows. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we have the venues. There's yeah. no doubt about it. It's really, uh, and and I think you know a lot of it back to the people want to know where to go. Yeah, you know, right. it's, right. yeah, you don't hear about it. Right? You know, but fortunately, we got super local. Mm. Oh <laughs> man, nice plug, nice plug. Yeah. That's it. Speaking of getting drunk on your own wine, um, but uh, oh, hold on. I I, I, I know, I know. I'm waiting for you to unload your bag. There's just a couple little bits of, of business. Here we go. We have a, a an email address, right? That people can can write into the show. I did not know about this. We do. What what is it? I can't remember. Is it super super local at Gmail? Is no, it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's super local pod. Oh, great. At gmail.com. That's great. And we'll put that link in there. And if you want to uh, if you want to send us some hate mail, indifferent mail, or love mail, <laughs> like you can send it there. Um, and uh, we love your ideas. We'd love to hear what you want to say. And Absolutely. And I'd uh, love to hear what you got going on. Um, you can, if you're not already, you should be probably listening to this on iTunes. And subscribe and rate it, right? Yeah, rate it. And rate subscribe. It, rate it. And, you know, uh, what was the... Uh, what was the, the 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 plug that somebody said? Like, you guys have the potential to be the best podcast in the Mad River Valley. <laughs> Absolutely, which yeah. which I think I, is I, like that's a good goal. It's it's not unlike being the third best uh, robot. Sorry, sir, yeah. Yeah. You, know, you, you gotta go. You gotta go with your niche. Go with <laughs> exactly. Your niche. It's all about opportunity. Not uh, the other thing I was gonna say was that it looks like uh, we're gonna have Sheldon on next week for oh, our geez. golf. Oh, uh, spring golf spectacular! Are we gonna have to like do the, like the uh, explicit language warning for his appearance, or are we gonna like get him to tone it down? I don't know, man. You've you've thrown out the f bomb on occasion. Well, but he like Shelton like. Well, we'll see how. <laughs> yeah, it goes. we can. Yeah. We can certainly do that. We can. We can. We can. We can put the. Uh, but anyway, I'm excited oh, because it, it looks like spring's here, and and we're gonna start golfing. I actually, and, and we're gonna talk about golf with him. Well, I actually had heard that. Mm, I believe it's next weekend. Sugarbush is doing a uh, some sort of package where sure. where they're doing fifty dollars for a lift ticket and golf green. Oh wow! Let's do it all. You I'm, both. I'm with you it. Both. Yeah, do the daily double. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Except I think that welcome mat is closed, so I can't. There's nothing I can ski over there. <laughs> welcome that's all, that's all I can do. Here's the thing, like chicken, just so you know, like oh, I can do easy rider. Sorry. Easy rider. <laughs> all you have to do is put your boots on and click in. Yeah, ski thirty feet. Like I don't even know if it's thirty feet. Oh, and then go and then go golfing. I can say that I did the the double. All you have to do is put all your gear on. You can go the other one. It's totally fine. Me and my buddy have this thing. Like you know, everyone like counts their days of skiing. Yeah, and like there's always this debate on what counts as a ski day. You know, like how many runs you do. Okay. So we have this deal. 
you got to do either six runs or six beers for a combo to count as a day. Yeah. So you can go up and do so four run. beers and two runs. Yep. Okay. Or if you're a boss, you put your ski gear on and just go up there and drink six beers. And either one's fine. Call it a day. <laughs> That's great. I like. And so why six? Either one. Are you talking about six, a day. six Genesee Cream Hills? Uh, arbitrary, you know, just good number. I mean, how do the robots feel about that? Oh, they love it. They, they, <laughs> they approve of it. <laughs> that's, that's awesome all right can, well, can i uh, plug a couple things yeah absolutely oh, man, go for it. Plug away. Can I, i'm all about the shameless self no no this is this um, is the plug fest we have charlie o's may 11th with we're battling what with, time uh first band at nine we have uh miku daza from uh burlington they're a, like a ska band nice kind of a gorgo bordello type with they oh yeah accordions yeah yeah um so they come out around nine and then um we'll have the brand new luddites and the tsunami bots and then we're doing another podcast may 2nd wednesday up at robot dog studios up in um burlington um that's where we recorded our album and we'll at robot dog yeah yeah that makes sense yeah <laughs> but that guy ryan ryan cohen he's the uh the owner of Robot Dog Studio, he is like a wizard of the mixing board and really? recording. Yeah, really. He's good probably has actual microphones and stuff. Oh yeah, he's yeah. he's amazing. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then we got oh we're playing May twenty fifth up in Burlington with Blowtorch. Where and, where where? Oh, the, uh, Radio Bean. Radio Bean. Yeah, great. May 25th. Yeah, we've heard that's a great venue. And then June first. Uh, Toronto, the Great Lakes Surf Battle. No shit. Whoa. It's a two-day event, and there's going to be like 12 surf Wait, bands. when? Uh, May, f- uh, I'm sorry, June 1st and 2nd. We play the 2nd. And uh, and where is the venue in Toronto? It's called the Cadillac Lounge. Nice. Which I've actually been to. It's a really cool place. It's, uh, it's kind of like a dive, like a Charlie O's, like, get a lot of rockabilly and punk bands and garage rock bands. That is there. fantastic. Yeah, so Have you played Toronto before? No, we played Ottawa and Montreal, but we haven't played Toronto. Yeah, I bet that'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Let's look forward to do it. they give you a hard time at the border? They do. Yeah, I would you, imagine. You, you, you actually, robe, are you wearing the robots? No, no. But, um, it's probably good, like declaring, like, are you working? So what you have to do, you have to get a contract from the venue that says you're performing for free. Because if you're performing right. for money, you're taking a job. Right. And then, then we had a, a list of all our gear. Um, that we're bringing, mm-hmm. and then a list of all our merch. But we can't say it's merch; it's promotional material that we're going to hand out. We're not selling merchandise. And so you have to cross it's the a, border. It's a wink, wink. No, I'm not trying yeah. to steal you. Yeah, and the same deal when they. I got a couple bands. I got a band from Montreal coming down in August at Charlie O's actually, and um, they have to do. They they need the the venue's name and the booker's name and like what yeah. date it is. And it's it's harder for them. They have to actually pay a permit to come into the states. Um, it's really hard because. We've gone up to Canada and they've really taken care of us. Like we've we've made right. like yeah. good money financially and done yeah. it right. But they have to pay like a five hundred dollar permit to come in the States and then you know, oh, like man. a Charlie O's where you get like three hundred, four hundred bucks, you know. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. hard to like justify it. Yeah, you know. So I, you gotta be coming in the States for a week. Yeah, plus. a week week or two, yeah. Yeah. Do a bunch of shows, yeah. But, well, fortunately we have a present that'll take care of <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind. Uh, well, <laughs> President BFR, right? BFR, big fucking robot, big fucking robot. Yeah, yeah, that is. Let's not even give him that much credit. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Thank Another you. episode thanks of Super Local on the books. Thanks for having me on. This was fun, guys. Right on.
Okay. Mm-hmm.